What's up, happy people, and welcome back to the long-awaited second season (laughs) (laughs) of Perception is a fucking bitch. And this episode is going all shout-outs to my sister-in-law, Monserrat Tunrayo. Uh, She requested that we pick the podcast back up. So that's what we're trying to do here. We've been slacking. She wasn't the only one. There's a <laughs> couple fans who have been like, what the fuck is wrong with Deji and Sarah? We got busy, y'all. People say they've been waiting a year for we a new episode to busy. drop. I feel like a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> After that first album and people like, okay, okay, okay. Tupac, okay. okay. <laughs> like when 50 Cent released in the club and people wait for the second album, you know. Uh, they were waiting a while. Here we are. <laughs> but she requested this episode specifically, so we're kicking it off with Squid Games, the show that broke Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> this should be fun. <laughs> so, uh, babe, uh, do you miss me? I miss you a lot. <laughs> I miss you a lot. Been a while. Where you been? <laughs> I've been here. <laughs> you have not been here. <laughs> you have not been here. That's been the real truth. You've been no, working. I've been, I've You've been, been working. I've been ready to do an episode. This man been working all day, every day. 365. Slave driving. Slave driving. Man, you got to find that work-life balance life. Fuck like, work-life I can teach balance. You, <laughs> Work-life balance is a myth. (laughs) It does not exist. Just call me a legend then. (laughs) I live in this myth. Yeah. When I I am 40 years old, I will have a lot of balance in my (laughs) life because I will have no work. Okay. (laughs) Work-life balance is not something. Right now, that's just a fantasy. That's hope. Look, people will talk about work-life balance. Shut the fuck up. Like, there's work and there's life. There's no balance between the two. So what do I have? You have a fucking awesome job. <laughs> I know, I know. I <laughs> Four days on, three days off. They yeah. get they get mental awareness day or mental relaxation <laughs> mental day. Days. Whatever the fuck that is. I'm like, what employer does this? It's not about production. It's not about numbers. You know, maybe if you were just better like me, you Don't could live there. like this. She- <laughs> If we could all be like Sam, make them near the same amount of money I make. No stress. They have a little stress, Fuck. you know. I would, I would love to have your life. Okay, make what you make with the schedule and the lack of stress. Oh, we Shit. can't all be G's, all right? Shit. We can't all be G's. Shit. It's a thug life. You don't want this life. <laughs> Yeah, make six figures and do shit, do nothing. Anyway. But it has been hard because we wanted to do episodes. For you or for me? Babe, when you home, (laughs) when you home, I ain't seen you in the last year. I've been on Tinder. I've been single for the last year. Like. Don't you don't know how I, many boyfriends and girlfriends I got. I, I, I truly hope you're kidding. <laughs> I hope that's not true. You know, you might want an only boo. <laughs> now you've put doubt in my mind. <laughs> I, mean, I am questioning. You will never know. That's how I keep you. I keep you guessing. I am, now I'm like, keep okay, maybe I, maybe I need to put you in the test list. Mm. Start keeping tabs of where you are. <laughs> Okay, I digress. Oh, did I write in a Tesla? That's just going to attract more of it. That's like putting honey on honey. <laughs> okay. But anyway, anyway, when was our last episode? Oh, it's been a long time. I don't even remember. All right. You know it's been long when people are like, hey, when 
when are you? Where'd y'all go? Where'd y'all go? And that kind of made me feel good. But yeah, and, but and, it, it, I blame it on you. You've been gone. Okay, but I am recommitted. Okay, this, this is something I enjoy doing. It is fun. I like the tequila. Most so yes, yes, yes. If y'all forgot, because it's been a while, we do drink on these podcasts. Yeah, right? this this is a drunken philosophy one hundred and one. Yeah, um, I I love these podcasts because, and I'm gonna get I'm gonna get very existential right now. Okay. We were walking through a cemetery today, right? Like the I Walmart. I like spooky stuff. Yeah, okay, yeah. so I'm, I like creepy, spooky stuff. The Walmart we go to is right by a cemetery. I was like, oh, a cemetery. Let's go, right. The and leaves are all crunchy outside. The air was perfect. I was like, this yeah. is a nice day for a spooky walk. Yeah. And we're walking through the cemetery, and it's a good reminder that nothing in life matters. Mm-hmm. Because I look at all no those lives. No one makes it out of life alive. Ain't nobody getting out of this shit alive. We all die. And all all that life lived. To what end? Mm-hmm. To what fucking end? And I love these podcasts because I feel that if you go before me, I will look back at these conversations and just reminisce. Like, these are my memories, right? Like, the yeah. time spent with you. I think that, you know, you and I are both the kind of people who talk about how we don't want to be buried. We want to be cremated. Um we don't really see the point in the headstones and all that other stuff. So I feel like this is kind of us. Like headstones are a way this to immortalize yourself. This is how yeah, we immortalize ourselves. This is our little like this content little thumbprint on the, internet. on the world via the internet. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean shit. No one's going to know it's there. But for that one fucking person who stumbles across it, like, oh, these two fuckers lived. They were idiots, but they lived. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> and, and plus, plus, I want to know that at least I did something with my life other than just work, right? Like just when exist, I'm yeah. when I'm fifty, sixty years old, and I look back on the life I've lived, I want to see a whole lot more in there than like, oh, he just worked five days a week. Well, in my case, seven days a week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, fifteen hour day, sixteen. If there hour was days. an eighth day in there, you would find a way to work it. I'm I'm not looking for a way. My employer will find a way to make sure I work those those days. But speaking of, we're walking mm-hmm. through the cemetery and even in death, some people still want to show they got FU money. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Those this- uh mausoleums and everything some motherfucker got coliseum yeah in, a little, in, col- in, a little coliseum in, in the cemetery i'm like even in death some people they want their headstones mm-hmm. so fucking big it looks like fucking egyptian pharaohs and pyramid type shit yep to just flaunt their money yep or what about the one guy who had the entire plot to himself like regular gravestone but it was like no one i want no neighbors in this shit like he had an entire plot in this super crowded cemetery don't fuck with me (laughs) motherfucker is dead that would be you and if you got buried you'd be like i don't want no neighbors if i had a few money that's what i would do so i can't even be mad i i understand (laughs) the perspective (laughs) even in death keep these fuckers out away from me i don't want neighbors (laughs) so today we're talking about um What's that show called? Squid, Squid Games. Games. Squid Games. And look, I had my doubts when I first saw that show pop up on Netflix because I'm like, yeah, you didn't want to watch. I don't want to watch it. And even first episode, I'm like, fuck this shit. It's it's it's, it's South Korean. Nothing against South Koreans. I'm just saying, you know, like the whole voiceover thing didn't really 
You're not big into like the foreign films that you have to like read subtitles. Which is or weird because I grew accents. up in Nigeria, right? So right, you think we, we're used to it, but I know we watched a lot of like that Bollywood and you know Van Damme uh-huh. and all the bullshit movies that Americans discard came our way, and we loved them. Trust me, I know you show me some of the movies you grew up on. I'm like, what fuckery is right, this? Right, right. So, so the the. <laughs> The detachment I had from Squid Games was kind of like shocking to me, right? Off the bat. But we gave it a shot. And man, did that show deliver. Mm, it so, hooks you hard. So many lessons in that in that one show. Uh, so many perception is a bitch mm-hmm. kind of moment. Some some good philosophical content in that show. So I, I really enjoyed that show. I feel like there's lots of layers to it. I wish we had... Uh done this episode maybe more recent to when the show had come out so yeah it's been a while if you haven't seen the show i don't know what fucking planet you've lived on but pause this episode go watch it and then come back um, or maybe listen to this episode and give maybe you it'll a better perspective you. yeah yeah, yeah. But, but there even, will be spoilers so. even though we're far removed from the show i don't know that many people have thought through the philosophical content in the show so it's, it's very f- philosophical in nature i feel like i feel like it it'd be really hard to watch and not think about some of the the lessons that it, yes. it speaks on. So, but then again, we live in America. That's true. True. People just watch it for the entertainment value, not so much for like the life lessons. I want to believe people are deeper than that. Though. No, you'd be surprised. People are fucking shallow. Okay. You can't talk about the listeners like that. I'm not talking shit about people. <laughs> I'm just, just, if the shoe fits, motherfucker, wear it. <laughs> right. But fundamentally... On, on on a philosophical level, this show was about the power of uh, what what's that? You trying word? to read my notes? Power of desperation. That's what I wrote. The power of desperation. So that was the first thing that when I look back at the show, I'm like, geez, you really see the power of desperation because it hits you like all of these people. They are targeting. They are finding the people who are the most desperate in society. The ones that feel like they have no other options but to compete in this game. And even when they know it could cost them their life, okay, they so, will play. So, okay, so let, let's let's pause that one down. Because that premise mm-hmm. is a metaphor for human existence in the sense mm-hmm. that not a whole lot of us are born with a silver spoon in our mouth. Yeah, Most of us are born into unfortunate circumstances that we have to rise out of and like transcend. And there are moments even in my life where I look back and go, why did I have to be fucking born in Nigeria? Like, what shitty luck did I need to have? <laughs> you know, like we, we all find ourselves. And like even the in, why does God hate me kind of moment. God, yes. Even in America, even in America, it's like, why do I have to grind so hard to make a living? Yeah. It ain't fair. The, why aren't you the Jeff Bezos of the world? The game is rigged. The, no one knows what the fucking rules are because mm-hmm. even that's rigged. So from a philosophical perspective, Squid Games embodies what human existence is, which is just that desperation we all feel. Yeah. So I, I think it really shows, again, like when our back is up against the wall, how how much we can p- be pushed to do illogical things, things that we wouldn't normally do. And I think it's something like if, if you had a friend who was in a bad situation you have the presence of mind to look at their situation and go, look, it's shitty, yes, but you can get out of this. There's ways forward. 
when it's us who are in this shitty situation, sometimes all we see is the pit of despair. The pit of despair. Mm -hmm. Like we are like in that and there's no way forward. Mm -hmm. And it causes us to make stupid decisions because we don't have the context of time. We don't have even the context of our friend who's perceiving it from the outside in. Mm -hmm. So a lot of those characters in Squid Games if you really like broke down their situations, like okay, yeah, that sucked. The one character had just got out, of, out, gotten out of prison, didn't have any family. But was this really your only option? You couldn't have gotten a job, worked your way up, found found family, found friends, like created your own family. So the way they got them into into playing the game is they approach these people and they say, hey. Let's play this little card game mm-hmm. where you make X amount of money. And they give them infinite chances to win yeah. that money. If you let me smack you, you if can you, try again. Right, right, right. And if It just you, shows how much humiliation and degradation these people would people take. people are willing to endure. For money. Again, I think that is metaphorical to human existence because, look... Hey, I game work- shows been knowing this for a long time. You think how humiliating some of the game shows people go on it are? And still they do them. Even Survivor and all the fancy ones. Like, oh, yeah. It doesn't matter how Let they me put you on an island up. and starve to death for a month. But on the chance of winning a million dollars, bet I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> fuck my kids. Fuck my family. <laughs> That's one aspect of it. Or even the way we submit to employment. If your employer yeah. requires that you work 15, 16, 20 hour days, what fucking choice do you right. have? Right. Actually, um, speaking of my sister-in-law, she told us a story about a pharmacist recently who died on the job because she was having chest pains, told her employer, I'm having chest pains, and they would not let her leave until her second shift relief got there. And so she had a heart attack and died on premises mm-hmm. because her... like how like the, even the psychology of knowing that you're having chest pains and you're a pharmacist so you know the medical implications of that and to not walk the fuck off and go seek medical help and say fuck you fuck this job that's desperation because you're like i can't lose this that, job that, that, so yeah, you lost got, your life because i got mortgage to pay so you hope you hope that you know what maybe this chest maybe pain just it's passes. just heartburn right. or so so the way people get into the game is very it's it's a symbolism for the way we get into life and the and and how we have to play life it's like how itself. you boil a frog a little warming up the water at a time little i don't even know it's boiling okay so they finally get into the squid game right Mm-hmm. And and you're you're looking at the game, and there's this old guy, who basically you find out at the end of the show created the game. He's number one. Spoiler. Spoiler alert number one. I think that was the second symbolism in the show where sometimes what is obvious is not so obvious because mm-hmm. looking back now, you can he was go, the only guy on the green light red light game who was actually excited. He was about like, playing. <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> like let me let me uh, really enjoy this part. This motherfucker was overly excited yeah. for this game where people are being killed. Everyone fact, else is like, "Oh my god!" Strike one. <laughs> but even before that, for he was the oldest guy in the show. 
Yeah. When you look at his age compared to the age of others, mm-hmm. there was a very, very massive like gap in, in, in the age gap between him and everyone else. Right. Because usually people who are that old would have just kind of given up. Right. At that point. Because like, I they're, remember, they're not holding on to hope. I remember looking at him and thinking to myself, this is odd that this guy is here. But, but he I didn't did have question a good, it. He had a valid reason. I think they addressed that. And they addressed that he was playing for his family because he's like, I have cancer, I think it was. And he's like, I'm going to die in a very short amount of time. So it's worth the risk to play this game so I can leave something for my family. Okay. So when you heard that reason, it's like, okay, that's that's logical. But I, I think it, it segues really well right now to our point number two. And that most of these people are playing because they have hope or they need hope. And one point that I made was that hope is a narcissistic thing. It truly is. In and of itself, hope is narcissistic. Not saying that people who hope are narcissistic. Right. I, I, I think they are. I like. I, I think it's a pretty narcissistic thing to hope. Right. Like because what I mean by that, what I mean by saying hope is narcissistic, is the idea that you look around. Like anytime you're playing a game and there can only be one winner mm-hmm. and you hope that you're the winner, that's a narcissistic moment. That's narcissism. Because you believe innately in that moment that you have a better shot or a more worthwhile reason, or even if it's just selfishly like, you know, the other person has a better reason, you still want it to be you. We want ourselves to win. And as long as you can cling to the hope that it might be you, that you might beat the odds <laughs> and be the one fucker to come in here and just take even it if, all. Even if nothing, the, nothing, n- nothing in your life, nothing has, in reality even indicates that this could even be true. You hope, <laughs> you hope that it's you. And we all do it in different things. Like we all cling to hope that the future will be different than the past. And, and that's why we don't commit suicide half the time. It's like, we, okay, I hope. That the future will be better. That, that there's a different just a road. Phase. Yeah, I'm just passing through. And before you know it, you're old and you're dying anyways. And you're like, ah, well, Fuck it. you know, I just don't have hope anymore. Out. But like, <laughs> it's too late now. <laughs> just write like, this out. But uh, but all these people who went into the game, you realize because nobody would sign up if they really thought that they were going to be one of the people to die. Let that sink in for a minute. True. Every one of them, they knew it was a possibility. They knew it was a possibility when they came back for the second round. Once he let them go and you're, brought you're them back, you're jumping the gun. You're jumping the gun. So let's let's before we get there. Okay. So you want to explain the plot of how he let them go? Okay. No, no, no. Okay, well, th- th- I think that's a that's a pivotal moment because right after the first game. Mm-hmm. So in the show, there's a series of like I think eight games you have to play and mm-hmm. each game is symbolized by by the episode so episode one and they're children's games but they're, cho- they're yes. murderous yeah where people actually die so game number one i don't remember what the red light game, green light red light green light right was where um anyway people died half the people died <laughs> very bad they, they wiped out half the board in the first episode very that's how death. you knew that's when it grabs you it's like okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, this I, is serious yeah. when you kill off half the cast in the first five minutes of the show You're like okay this you is, have my yeah, attention this, yeah this is this is happening this is this is how this, this is one different yeah, yeah 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 um and then they pulled all the survivors back in and said look 
life ain't fair. That's when everybody freaked out. They begged. They said, oh, I have children. I have wife. I didn't know this was this is what this was. I didn't sign up for this. So they let everyone vote. So hold on. Hold on. Again, that moment is a symbolism for how we all feel about life. If oh, you've yeah. Ever, we got dragged into this thing. We yes. didn't sign if, up. if you've ever had that existential cry where you look up to the heavens and look up to God and go, why is this shit so hard? Why do I have to do this? Why was I born into these circumstances? And then, you know, Christianity will tell you, but God would never give you more than you can Man. handle. That's the bullshit they tell you to get through that to shit. Me, but To me, it's that moment when you realize, like, I didn't sign up for this. I didn't even know that was the rules. Because if you told me before we started, oh, we're playing red light, green light. But if this robot sees you move a hair, you'll get shot. I would have played entirely differently because a lot of them died would you? before. Would you? No, no, no. Think about it. Think about it. Because a lot of them died be- like when they're thinking it's still just a game. And then the rest of them died when they freaked out because now they, they're seeing people die and they think it's a mistake. They don't really understand the rules and they're just like, get me the fuck out. So they're panicking. So let me they're, say it this way. They're reacting on shock and instinct. I knew my job was going to be hard before I took the job. Mm-hmm. But I still took the job regardless. And now I question myself, like, why the fuck did I do this? Every time I'm driving to work, it's a conversation I have to have with myself as to what rational person chose this. I was the irrational, <laughs> rational person who chose this. Because you this. hoped. Because I hope that because I'm so special. You're so smart. <laughs> that I'm going to figure this shit out and I'm going to get in. You're better than all the rest. somehow, 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 it was hard for the others. Yeah, <laughs> It won't be hard for me. It won't be hard for me. And then you know what? Life smacked me in the face like, get in line, motherfucker, and suck my dick. (laughs) Gladly. I'm not gladly (laughs) sucking you. No, I said I would. Never mind. Okay, Never okay. Mind. you've got the humor. You missed it. I you did not it. miss it. I'm just, I'm catching up to your humor again. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot? I did. Well, I didn't forget. I just forgot that you actually just put it out there <laughs> for the world to hear. Okay, but, 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 you see, again, if you're listening, I hope you see the many symbolisms that this show has to like fucking life itself because you could, you could fucking relate. All right. So, they pull them all in after people right. die. Everybody gets a chance to vote. Do you want to leave or do you want to stay? And an interesting fact that they did, and I love this part. Pass me the drink real quick. Oh, okay. Hold on. I've got so many sim- an- analogies in my life to show you how my life is Squid Games. I could have been on the show. <laughs> the real version. Your life is not that bad. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Save me. <laughs> I actually want to be saved. <laughs> oh, my man. life is Squid Games without the death and without gore. The death. But it is Squid Games. <laughs> if you work for the employer I work for, oh yeah, you're in Squid Games. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um so everyone gets a chance to vote. And one of the parts that I liked they did. And we already told you we spoilered this already with the old guy was the one who was running the game. And at the very end of the vote, it was tied on people who thought, hey, a bunch of people have already fucking died. Let's just finish the game. At least then one of us will win. And there were a bunch of other people who were like, fuck this. Fuck them out. No way. I don't want to die. I didn't sign up for this shit. I'm out. Yeah. And so they let everyone vote. They were tied. And they were tied. And they said, if if, if the majority wins the and game says they is want to cancel, we'll go. So 
it gets to the tie, and the old man is the last one to vote. The old man who created the fucking game. Who's running the fucking game. And it's he votes to, to end, end it. the game. He gives them the opportunity to walk away. That, to me, was like a... When looking back, I was like, man, like he he really wanted them to have the opportunity to change their mind. Like no one's a captive here. This is your choice if you're here. I want you to choose I feel, to die, I f- potentially. <laughs> I want you to choose to die. Exactly how I feel like life makes me feel. When I wake up each morning and go, I am a captive here. I did not ask to be born. I was just sucked out of non-existence into this bullshit. And then life look at me and go, but you chose to be here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, 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 no. You see, that's that's where you are wrong. Right. I, I did not choose this. And it's that- the illusion of choice. But it is still a choice. And life actually doesn't always give you a choice. And I think, and I'm going to skip to my last point. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip to it now. We still have a, another point that I have. But I, I feel like this segues too perfectly. So, okay. And that is that the whole point of this game was that the game was fair. You actually had a choice. You knew it was a game. They were games everyone had played as a kid. So everyone understood the rules. There was no advantage for any one person. And like life isn't fair, but the game was. Actually, in one of the episodes, when they find out some of the workers were sabotaging the game. They killed the workers. They killed them. Because and and, and the guy came in and apologizes like the whole point of this endeavor. I'm so, so sorry. The whole point of this is that it be fair for everyone. Mm Mm-hmm. The fact the fact that they're fucking killing you. They are killing you and watching you die. Life but is in the same us. breath saying, Oh, but I want this to be fair. And it is. That is some cold blooded G shit right there. Shit. Like <laughs> So so here's the thing. So they, they let these people leave. They leave. And guess what? They come back. All of them come back on the hope. That is gonna be they, different. Yep, that hope gonna is be narcissistic. Different. They get out and they convince themselves it really wasn't that bad. Now that I know what it is, if I play the game smart, I could be Maybe the I one could to live. win. You see, that's how we approach life. We all think we're the one special. We all we, we all that. Why dumb. do you think so many people go to California to be movie stars? Why do you Why think, do you think so, so many young kids want to be an NBA player? Or an NFL player. What? They all think they're it's, the one special one who will beyond, make it out of the shit. You're you're true. You're right. It's 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 beyond it's it's why does anyone have hopes and dreams that their life will be like, better I'm, than what it is I, today? I, I, I want to write a book. Oh, oh if I write a then book, people will successful. just like read it and be like, Oh, oh, oh this motherfucker is so the next smart. JK Rowling, then <laughs> <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> no one gives a shit what I got to say. <laughs> I can imagine some teenager <laughs> listening to Sarah last like, man, this is so depressing. <laughs> what is the point? Hence, uh, hence our slogan, suicidal but, coffee. But that is the point in life. Is like you could be the best of the best and have a million good ideas and it just not be the right time or the right audience. And you could be that one fucker who has a stupid idea mm-hmm. and it just works. And you have no, no rhyme or reason. No, yeah. Just right place, right time, right moment. You know what frustrates me the most? When these successful motherfuckers now want to start writing books and giving you like their 12-step process of how to duplicate their success. You want to be like success. me. Like, this is what the, you should get do. Get the fuck out of here. No, no, no acknowledgement of 
just pissed. <laughs> but you know what? My what? job is a lot like Squid Games. Why? You know why? <laughs> you are on this one. Okay. Why? <laughs> I'm, I am putting it all out there. I am putting it all out there. Because, because you don't know what you're signing up for when you sign in. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then you keep coming back hold because on, of the on. possible incentives. Oh, hold on. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Let me speak my truth all right, right now. All right. Okay. All right. My okay. bad. You don't know what you're signing up for. They tell you, oh, the journey is going to be rough. It's going to be hard. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, I'm good. I'm smart. I'll figure it out. You get in, you realize maybe I'm not good. Maybe I'm not as smart as I think I am. Maybe I won't I've been telling you out. that for years. <laughs> <laughs> and, then they, and then they let you out. And then you convince yourself to come back in. You know what it is? Hope. That equity. That mm, equity. That incentive. You that, see that money that accumulating incentive. in the ball on the ceiling? Yes, yes. Where the money drops in after everybody dies, and you're like, ooh, the pod's getting bigger. Yeah, yeah, the yep, pod's yep, getting yep, bigger. Yep, yep, yep. Squid Games was basically not only the, the allegory for life, but the blueprint for every startup company. <laughs> corporate America. In corporate America that suckered people in and lured them and kept them with the incentive of the equity. Mm-hmm. Just seeing that shit grow and you can't leave, even though you know the shit is sucking your blood and sucking your life mm-hmm. force dry. Stealing away time from you, your family, your kids, no life, working fucking Christmas Day. Paycheck hit, true story. You're like, but that, but that equity vest, and you're like, you know what? Sign me back up. Sign me back up. And you know that that brings us to our next point that the show really um, hit on was the duality of humanity, because while human beings could be kind, there were groups in there that became close friends that that formed allies, had each other's backs, and then there were those who saw that ball and realized that every time a person died, didn't matter who it was. The pot grew and dollar signs lit up their eyes. Mm -hmm. So while you saw some people be better friends and better human beings, you saw other people who would stake their own friend in the back because it meant the pot would get bigger. You know, there was, I think it was episode four Mm -hmm. where that one guy kind of did that weird thing with the old guy. Remember, what was that about? What was that about? What do you mean the weird thing with they, the old they were guy? playing the game and this was the, the old guy was acting all senile and Oh, like that was one of the last episodes. That okay. was one of the very last episodes towards the end. Talk about that. Talk about so, that. So um it was one of the groups with the old man that they just thought was senile and well, the, the main character mm-hmm. I don't remember his name. But anyways, um they had become close. Like when the old guy accidentally pissed his pants or went like crazy, he stood up for him and he helped him. He would wrap his jacket around him to hide so no one could tell he had pissed his pants. And yeah, he, he was obviously like trying to shelter this guy and, and growing as a human being and showing kindness and empathy, mm-hmm. which was a big leap forward for this guy because he, he and his private life had been a complete fuck up. A jerk. Totally immoral, didn't give a fuck about other people, was shit to his mom, shit to his friends, shit to his kid. But now he's showing some growth. But in this game, um, his his the, he was partnered with the old man, and then the game, one of them would get shot at the end of the game, whoever lost. So it was a one-on-one game. One of you has to lose. So it's him or the old man. Mm-hmm. 
And the old man starts having senile moments. And instead of like being honest and letting the guy win the rounds that he won, he started realizing he could cheat. And he's crying as he's cheating. Obviously doesn't want to do it. In hindsight, but at now the same we realize time, the old man was faking being senile. Right. The guy, the old guy, and, was testing him, and he knew he the guy was cheating him, right? Out of winning, right? And I, I think that 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 shows the duality of human nature. We all have kindness in us, we all have darkness in us, and it's not until moments that you are tested where you will see which one will show up. And just because you chose darkness one time, or you chose goodness one time doesn't mean the answer will be the same the next time. That's true. That's true because, and, and let's talk about that one. Because like in my job, I get to deal with a lot of people who get frustrated, right? right. Like it's new customer tech- service it's, 101. It's new technology. They don't understand it. I, I get to see sometimes the best of humanity. Mm-hmm. And I also get to see the worst of humanity. Let me rephrase. I get to see the worst in people in moments that they are frustrated, which when you see them interacting with their kids or their loved ones, you would you would never think that this person had these this level of irrationality in them. The hatred and and the the disgusting anger that can come out in those moments, the like disregard for you as a person that they, they can shit on you, your life, your family. And and really not see what they're doing. Yeah, it's like I'm thinking to myself, this person is a loving mother to somebody. How? You know because, that like because in TikTok this moment, song that's like F you person. and your dog and your ex and like you know that you know the song? <laughs> I have not heard that song. Oh man, it's like fuck my ex and then like uh, fuck your mom, fuck your sister, fuck your grandma. <laughs> and it I don't know. So hateful. It's it's like that level. Like in customer service, people can get to that level where they're like, "I, I wish you nothing but spite for the rest of your life." <laughs> right, and like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Right, like, what don't you know? I guess I'm just trying to work through through the painful duality that is human beings i like i like the quote and i've heard this a long time ago it's like uh i think it was on a movie italian job it's like i trust people it's the devil inside them i don't trust and again like this is why i love villains and stories like heroes are great yes villain like every every no no, no, think about it every hero and every villain are the same thing the only thing that's different is who's telling their story. Perspective. Point yes. of view. That's the only thing that's different. Because a hero will do desperate, terrible things in the name of justice, in the name of the greater good and saving the world. But we understand the tough choice that they had to make because of the situation they were in. And but then if the you're villain, looking at it objectively from a like if an alien was looking at the act of the hero of the hero. You'd be like, this motherfucker is evil. He's a villain. He's a villain. He's a villain. The only thing that changes, really, is who's telling the story. Like, you see all these superheroes and- killing people in these movies to catch a bad guy. And you're like, wait, wait. A family just died right there. <laughs> and I, I just think about it like that because I feel like I know that 
every single person. Like murder doesn't happen by strangers. Most murders do not happen when people you don't know. They happen because someone you loved, knew and trusted, decided, yeah, I want that motherfucker dead. Think about that. That's deep. We are all capable of great goodness and great evil. So the point of the show, Squid Games, the old man's point. Yes. When he's lying on his deathbed, his mm-hmm. final moments. And the main character comes the main and sees character him, comes him and, sees him and, and, and is finally like, figures why? out like you were in is. charge, you were alive this whole and time. And he's like, why? 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 Why did you put me through this? Because he won the game. That guy won the game. But he couldn't even bring himself to spend any of the money. I feel like me because after four he was years so and all this equity. <laughs> just like, what was the fucking point? He was struggling with his his survivor's guilt and the existential crisis that I, that game I feel that on. way in my job every day. Like, right. when this is done, I'm going to look back and, yes, we saved the world. Yes, we did a lot of good. Yes, we were first movers and pioneers. But at what cost? At what cost? Personal sacrifices, the relationships we've lost, Mm -hmm. the friendships, the time we will never get back to advance a general mission. The fuck was that about? To make someone else money. The fuck was that about? So anyways, he goes and he, he... He sees the old man. He's like, "You were my friend. You were, you were no, you were in the game with us. What, what was all that?" And the guy doesn't really answer. He still doesn't give him like as much closure as I feel like we're all hoping he would get in that moment. Because life doesn't give you closure. No, but he looks outside and he sees a homeless guy sitting outside. Uh, he's in a skyscraper looking down the street. And he says, "It's, it's gonna get." below freezing tonight it's gonna get freaking cold but you've been to korea so you know how cold it I've fucking been to gets South it's korea. fucking cold it's cold it is cold so he's looking out of the streets of korea it's like hey it's fucking cold that guy will freeze to death come morning if no one helps him and the next hour that we sit here i think it was an hour that they use but mm-hmm. like, if someone comes and die, helps no him, one's gonna help him yeah so they place a bet on whether Someone will come to help him. Mm-hmm. And nobody does. So and hold they... on. Clarify that one. Okay. The old guy says, look, that guy's going to die. No one's going to help him. The main character goes, nope, humanity is not that shitty. Right. Maybe somebody, somebody will. Help somebody him. will. Now, no one goes to help the guy. The guy dies. Old man wins. Point. Right now. Well, the old man actually dies before the bet. Ends. No, 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 no. The, the the old man and the guy die relatively about the I same time. I think someone comes along like right as... After the old guy died. No, 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 no. Let me, let me tell it to you. Let me tell uh-huh. it to you. The old guy says the guy's going to die. No one's going to help him. The main character goes, no, someone's going to help him. He's not going to die. The guy does die. No one helps him. Somebody walked past. So somebody walked past the guy, didn't help him. And then he dies. Or he's dying. The old guy then dies. You're left with a cliffhanger on the show. Because the old guy, as he's dying from his perspective, he his point was made. He won. No one came to help. That was the last memory he had. However, after he passes, we see that the guy who had passed the, the guy homeless on the street actually went to go get help. And came that back. help came back to help the guy who was homeless. So they were so, both right. So the main character is like they were 
that was a perception is a fucking bitch because he died were, thinking he was they were pro-vine. both correct but here is my third point my mm-hmm. third perspective okay that whole time they were waiting you know the main character could have actually gone down himself to win the bet and helped him to win and help there was no rule saying he couldn't there be the was one no to help. role in life saying he didn't have to be him but it didn't and for me, that is still why the old guy's point was correct. I, I that we like are so focused on playing the fucking game of life, we miss the humanity in being human. Right. And and to build on your point, because I think that's an epic point, but there's so many I've times... I've been known to do some epic <laughs> shit. Tell me something I don't know. <laughs> Once a decade, maybe. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Here we go. So... Um, what what I like about that point is how many times we see shit in the world like um the rape culture in America, the the sex trade, slavery, racism. Like we see shit like this and we know it's fucked up. And we know it's dark. Um or even this shit like pollution in the world and then global warming or whatever. We see all of this. We know it's fucking terrible. We know someone should do something. But that's the key. Someone should do something. But it ain't someone. You, you are someone. Yes. And we don't feel like our contribution is actually enough to make a difference. And so we don't act. Because so, we're stuck in our role of our life and we feel like we need that 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 savior, that victory person to come lead us down the march and tell us what to do. And the truth is, is we just have to fucking do it. Maybe we're all just so exhausted trying to figure out our own shit. Just existing, surviving. Just existing and surviving. Like, it doesn't matter how rich you are. We're all just trying to survive. But still, the problems exist until someone, a.k.a. us, does something. It's like they say, if you want to save the world, start by making your own fucking bed, right? Right. But, But to the old man's point, he was right. Fundamentally... They were both right. That's why it's the duality. True. Because human beings are not. It's it's 50-50. The fact that the main character had the choice to go help and didn't even realize he had that as an option is what makes this situation. Lean towards the dark side. Lean towards the dark side. Because even if you have a kind heart and a good heart, you may fail to act because you. You are so focused on your own Mm -hmm. shit. And the, and the rules and construct with which you think the game is operating that you can't see objectively. And you don't even recognize that you are unable to be objective. That's the fucking problem with irrational people. <laughs> no one knows when they're being irrational. And irrational doesn't have to mean like you're throwing your, your hands in the air, yelling at people. You can be chilling and still be irrational and don't even know you're fucking irrational. How come That's, you don't believe me when I'm telling you you're being irrational? Babe, back at you. <laughs> <laughs> It's what makes perception such a fucking Me? I'm never bitch. irrational. Oh, shit. Yesterday, irrational. I beg to differ. What? <laughs> We're not even going to talk about I'm our fight yesterday. I'm irrational. Yeah. No one... Like, look, if you think you're a rational person, that is the first indicator that you are an irrational person because you <laughs> fail to see your moments of irrationality. You are fucking skip. People like you scare me. Scare the <laughs> shit out of me. Because it just shows how much perspective you lack. <laughs> that you can't even see how irrational you are. But guess what? You can see uh, everyone else's irrationality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is why Squid Game... I know a few people like that. That is why I lean more towards the old man's point in Squid Games that, look, life is shit. 
It all sucks. We're all fucked. Humanity. Like, I live by this quote. Life is simple. People are messy. Yeah. Even at my work, business is simple. It's sell shit and sell more shit. Guess what? It's the people that make anything messy. Yeah. Life in and of itself is a very simple concept. It's live and let live. Mm -hmm. When people and their opinion and their thoughts and points of views get into the mix, shit goes out the window. Mm Mm-hmm. Life, tell me if I'm wrong. Life is simple. People are messy. Very and, true. And that is why I lean more towards the old man's point of view that at least in the game, at least in the game. Shit's fair. 